Hello, this is Michelle Zirkel, your host for Life Speaks, here on The Air. This week I traveled to New York, Port Jervis, New York, where I interviewed with Mr. Phil on The Mr. Phil Show. I met Mr. Phil in the spring, and he invited me to come in and share my miraculous story of healing and hope, all through an energy worker and a very strange set of paranormal events, all which changed my life for the better. This is not always the case with paranormal events, but this was the case with me. So I do have rather entertaining tales on this show that I was able to share with Mr. Phil on his show this week in New York City. It was a phenomenal experience being able to meet with him and with his co-host, Mary. I appreciate all the help I've been given as I've been able to explain what happened to me on various mediums over the past several years and to share my insights into uh, spirituality that I was able to find through paranormal events and, again, energy healing. This life is a lot different for me now, and I enjoy helping other people through life coaching and through performing energy work myself. I'm leading meditations now, and I enjoy every minute of it. I enjoy helping people because at one time, I was the person on that table needing help. And so I'm excited to share this interview with you. I stayed at a little bed and breakfast on the way back from this trip, and it was, again, a very unique experience. It was a country bed and breakfast. So it's out in the country and in New Jersey. And I pull in and I see 20 cars in this driveway. And the house wasn't big enough for that many rooms to be in this bed and breakfast. But I walked in and realized immediately why there were so many cars there. This bed and breakfast had a ballroom, a full-size professional ballroom in the basement of this house. How adorable. The the people that owned it were from Yugoslavia and absolutely wonderful people. I enjoyed my stay. They were very entertaining. And so you never know what you're going to come on when you're out, especially at these quaint little bed and breakfasts. I I really, I'll have to do a show on that itself because I've, I've really met some interesting people at the bed and breakfasts. This particular lady host and her husband, that they did the ballroom dancing together, they performed together, they taught classes together, and it happened to be that I was there on a Friday night, and of course this Friday night they uh they had the ballroom dancing available to the public they open it up to the public for everyone to come in and practice they had the strobe lights going and all and the little pedophores to eat and and teas to drink and there was a, a room up in the the main part of the house where the guests stay and that room is for snacks. Well, most bed and breakfasts have some sort of little sitting room. And this one was no different, except that there was a parrot and a cockatoo there. <laughs> so how interesting that there was this huge cage that filled a fourth of the room and these parrots and cockatoos in there. And um, it was just very, very different. And there are a lot of different people in the world. And when we can embrace that that difference in others uh, it it helps us to accept that we all are different and 
now you're going to hear a very different kind of interview about a paranormal story that actually has a rather funny side to it and definitely a very inspirational side. This is my story of Rain No Evil on The Mr. Phil Show, live from New York. This is Michelle, and she wrote a really cool book, and it's called Rain No Evil. And um, and I am from West Virginia. She is from West Virginia. Yeah. So we were sitting here going, <laughs> and what I is he just talking say, about? You can pan in and see my blue toes. I That's do know right. that my toes go in first in my shoes. Aha, see, you didn't put your hands in first. <laughs> of course, I am a teacher from West Virginia, too, so maybe I have an unfair advantage in that regard. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> but I do know that my toes go in first. Uh, and I also know how to write. <laughs> so, Apparently, that's what got you here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what got me here, right? And you didn't expect to come on and be insulted right away, did you? <laughs> Not really, but you know, it was very funny. I'm, I'm all about a good joke. That's all right. Yes. You know, we went from, from that is assuming that we have shoes. You know, yeah, well, a lot of you know, we hear the, the jokes about West Virginia where we don't barefoot. have shoes barefoot. Oh. Yes. So I, I have a lot of shoes, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my book is Rain No Evil, and it's about a unusual experience I had in West Virginia. Okay. Um, the house was in West Virginia, and it was a paranormal experience. Many mm-hmm. paranormal experiences, actually, that landed me on coast to coast. And... I got to share my story with 3 million listeners on George Norrie's Coast to Coast. And Coast to Coast, so everybody knows it's just, it's a internet? It is a, it's actually a radio show. It's Mm -hmm. also, he has a television show. He's on the Discovery Channel with several shows, George's. Mm -hmm. But this was a radio show, and it was broadcast worldwide. Uh, three million listeners, and I was just—I'm just honored to be here and to be able to say I survived a house exorcism and wow. many other paranormal events that changed my life. Mm. Absolutely changed my life for the wow. better. Uh, it enabled me to uh, step out of a, of a marriage that was very dysfunctional uh, mm. to to actually start loving myself and not having to do a lot of the. Um, the acts that I was doing before that were very, um, they were self-sabotaging, you know, and so I was able to, to look at my life more objectively and to uh, do this. uh, I actually was in touch with an energy healer. All right. Now what do they, what does the energy healer do for you? Well, I I actually had to have a priest involved as well to to exercise the house. And part of the story is the energy healing that I experienced with a lady um you may have heard of reiki healing many of yes. you may have heard of reiki heard healing reiki? it's spelled yeah. r-e-i-k-i if you'd like right. to look it up and reiki healing is just one form of energy healing mm-hmm. and the lady who helped me is she's a wonderful person she's many other things besides a reiki healer but uh she is also a homeopathic doctor mm. and i was just lucky to to i say lucky i don't know that we all have luck i think it's <laughs> all you know it's all what you make of it but I was definitely led to her, wow. and she helped me with a phenomenal experience under under her hands on her table. I actually had a seizure because some of the entities that mm. had uh, infested my house also attached to me in my wow. work field, and I was wow. able through her help to to get rid of those to let them go. And that wow. was through the healing that you yes. were able to let them go. Yes, and so. It, is that how you got rid of them in your house as well? You had to get rid of them from you first? No, actually, uh, the set of events was, uh, in the story, it's very condensed mm-hmm. because it happened over a period of about a year. The water that was spraying in my house inexplicably 
what actually happened for about three weeks. Okay. But so I had the priest come in the house first and mm-hmm. actually exercise the house after a few house blessings. Wow. We had many other paranormal events that were going on besides this. And that's when a lot of my gifts started to open and I started, you know, experiencing more, seeing more and being in tune more mm-hmm. to that divine presence that is within us all and we just don't always recognize it. Right. Now, to well. speak to that, I mean, you know, Phil and I, we had done uh, someone else's show with, with you. Um, and yes, that's we, where we met. That's right. right. That's where we yes. met. That's right. Yes. Um, and uh, we were talking about those experiences. And don't your friends tend to look at you like, "Are you kidding me? What's what?" I no, really actually, <laughs> there were there were numerous people who stopped by our house. I say our house. I was married at the time mm. uh, to my high school sweetheart, which is part of the story. It was a right. dysfunctional marriage. I had two boys who were seven and twelve at the time. Great. They're older now. And so this actually in real time happened in 2006. Oh. Okay. okay. So you're taking us back a few yes, years. It, uh-huh. it, yes. This story was written, and it's written with fictional names and, and characters just due to the personal nature of it. Cool, but cool. I had several. We had several of our neighbors. We had coworkers. We had half of the community. It was a very small community. <laughs> <laughs> so we had many people stop Virginia, by our right? house. It, it, well, yes. And all wow. of West Virginia is not small. but. No. Um, <laughs> We, we did have several people through the house who wow. witnessed this with us. Okay. And so... So when you say water was, was pouring out from what? Just from nowhere in the middle of the air? in the Out in the air? Yes. Or from the ceiling? Yes. Or? At first, we didn't realize where it was coming from because okay. it would literally spray past you and you would hear... You would hear it. You would know it came from, you know, this direction. And you would turn and you would see nothing that was abnormal. The hmm. wall was intact. There was nothing there, like a water pipe that you would think had just burst. Right. Right. And there was actual water where it had sprayed maybe across the room running down the wall. And you could go up, you could feel the water and see the water. And that is one thing that made that that wow. particular um, paranormal activity different than some, uh, some paranormal activity. Say, for instance, that you have five people in a room. Right. And two of those people may, or one of those per- people may see a ghost. Mm-hmm. The other people may not see it. Right. But in this case, with, and we did have many paranormal apparitions and so forth, hands pressed through the wall, eyeballs floating in the house. Everyone did not see those things, but the water, the water was the predominant, not, hence the title, Rain right. No Evil. Okay. That was the predominant feature of, of the paranormal experience. Mm. So that water was seen by everyone that stopped wow. by. So it Could made you sure. The water? You could absolutely hear it spray. Yes, because you, you would hear it spray. Like, imagine a, an invisible water hose, if you mm. will, that someone stuck in and just shot across the room, and you would absolutely hear it hit the wall or set off it. the you fire alarm. The water there. Yes, or mm. bust a light bulb if the light bulb, you know, we had right. light bulbs that were open, and uh, I say open with an open uh, mm-hmm. feature, fixture, right. and it would bust the light bulb. So bust things, the light bulb. Yes, things that, that you don't think yeah. of until you're sitting there yeah, and, that's that's and you're a like, lot of pressure. <laughs> yes, and it was entirely all over the house. But, wow. you know, the reason I shared this story initially was it was fantastic. It was bizarre. I'd never heard of anyone who, um, you know, had had any kind of experience like this. And it took several weeks for me to realize what was going on. Mm. Um, and your original question, I remember now was uh, did, did my friends think I was crazy yeah. well no 
Uh, they didn't. We didn't initially jump to that conclusion, though. See, we didn't mm-hmm. initially know that there was actually a spirit in the house. Okay. So it took several weeks. But most people didn't. They just would come by. Oh, you know, you've got a ghost in your house, and kind of laughing about well, it. That's, you know? that's what I'm saying. You know, when you talk, well, turn around and you tell people, "I've got a ghost," or "I feel this," or "I feel that," and then they tend to uh, look at you like, "Yeah, okay." Whatever you're saying, <laughs> I believe you. You know, now my I mean, husband, I know I've, I've had that experience. Right. What did you have happen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into a lot of because this is Michelle's time. Right, but, but I know but you. <laughs> I have had yes, and, and Michelle can probably tell you, um, like I do, uh, when I see people out and I see these people claiming that they, they're psychics and that kind of thing. Do you ever see anybody that's not really a psychic that they claim to be and they're, they're fooling people? You ever feel like you want to call them out on it? Uh, no, I don't really feel it's my place to call people. No, out but on, don't but you feel like you're I, I ripping have, people I have, off? I have definitely ran into to people who um, have professed to know this or that, and right. it, it may not be true. But you do have to be very discerning in who you go to if you're, That's you know, right. if you're getting into that. That there were several people though that would stop by the house, and my my ex husband at the time was very hesitant for me to sure. share the story because. He didn't want people to think that. Well, like you that's said, the like kind we of reaction crazy. that I get. Yes, I mean, I, I tell people uh, that that know me that who see me out. I, it's not stuff I usually put out. Um, uh, experiences when I was a child uh, and speaking with someone in a room, and uh, just experiences that I've had all along with um, being able to know. Okay, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or uh, why did this happen to this one way over there? And I knew about it. How come? Right, you know, and I never questioned it. But well, that's like that's like what happened at the house, and not only what happened at the house, but what happened with me with these entities that had yeah. attached to me. Um, it, it did change my life, and that is why I'm sharing the story. So in it's actually ways? in a screenplay form right now. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Thank they're you. They're going to be putting you up on TV. All right, they're going to be, be awesome. putting you in the movies. Yeah, that would be yeah. awesome. We got you on TV, and then they're going to go next to the movies. And we're going <laughs> to see you on the big screen. I, you know, you never know. Have to get somebody to play you and see who. We I've can got do. someone picked out. Oh, that's yeah, good. Leslie Mann. I want Leslie oh, Mann. She okay. still reminds me of it. She's got my personality. She's there we go. And you can <laughs> play one of the psychics who brought it. <laughs> yeah, my wife read your book, and she loved it. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I had brought it home when you know when mm-hmm. we uh, first got it. And I left it on the table, and my husband eventually got around to this. I'm curious about this, and he he read it as well. Oh, He's uh, our producer in, in the booth, mm-hmm. and I started to read it myself. I didn't get all the way through it. I've got to confess, I didn't get all the way through because I get so busy <laughs> running here and there and everywhere. You know, I get to be taxi mom and all that stuff. Right. You know, so that takes a lot out of you. Well, I do. I did write another book, and it's out there with Titan ah. Books right now. Has it is looking at it to okay. possibly represent me. What's the title uh, of that one? It's called the Emerald Island Elixir. And it is about energy healing because that's mm-hmm. what I'm really into now is life coaching. And I do the energy work myself. So I have a MichelleZirkel.com right. and a VerbalAbuseMentor.com. And that is where my, my passion is right now is just paying this forward and, and helping other people. And I've really enjoyed doing that. So mm-hmm. the book, The Emerald Island Elixir, although it's fabricated, it's, it's a fictional book. And it's set in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to Ireland a few years ago and absolutely loved it. Wow. And that book uh, is based on energy healing and the okay. fact that you can. Uh, energy healers don't really heal people 
themselves so much as what we heal ourselves. So they mm-hmm. facilitate the okay. healing within yourself that right. we all have the innate ability to do. Mm-hmm. And we just need to sometimes have those energy channels uh, rejuvenated. We need them cleared out. That's what uh, an energy right. healer does. That's just, you know, when they clear them out, uh, it basically it's, it's bringing people to the surface with this stuff. It's making them realize that, yes, these things that you're seeing or feeling or hearing are there. And let's let them be known so that you don't feel like you're in the dark. Is that a, a so when well, the energy is healing? Because I feel sometimes. like um, when people come in and they see you, uh, maybe just you telling them what they need to hear. Can that sometimes open them up? Because sometimes I feel like, you know. Uh, you mean open their gifts up? Yeah. And they just don't know it yet. You just have to coax them to pull this out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, sometimes just talking to someone can can open trigger their something. yes trigger something right. open that up. So that's part of the life coaching uh, mm-hmm. component of of energy healing. Uh, not every energy healer is a life coach, right. and not every life coach is an energy healer. But I incorporate both because the lady that I go to in Charleston, West Virginia, mm-hmm. is uh, her example is what I follow because it really helped me. The energy healing component of it was equally as important as her advice and her willingness to listen Mm -hmm. and actually show unconditional love. And I think that is the key to everything, really, is when you can feel absolutely, totally loved no matter what you do Mm -hmm. or who you're with or how much is in your bank account or any of that stuff. It makes a difference, and it made a profound difference on me. And that's when I started being able to look at at my life and realize this is not really what I want to do with Mm -hmm. my life. And by that, I don't mean a profession. I've I've taught high school for over 20 years, but I mean more how I'm living my life. Mm -hmm. So the authenticity, what do you really want to do when it's all said and done? Um, I was doing things to to cope with the dysfunctional uh, marriage component and the relationship that I really wasn't comfortable with. Mm. And it did... It did stop when I started doing things to love myself. I started going uh-huh. to yoga. I started writing. I started find, finding passions and cultivating that love within myself. And, and when I were did able to that, put that, that made push the that difference. Back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, what can you explain the difference uh, in the energy healing and life coaching? Energy healing is is what exactly for people who don't know um, what an energy is and what the energy healing means. Okay. You know, like we'll walk around all day long and we've got great energy. Mm-hmm. And people go, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, we all are made of energy. Everything is mm-hmm. made of energy. So energy healers, a, a lot of times, will work hands-on with people, although that's not necessary. You can do it at a distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something called quantum entanglement, which is in the scientific field, which means that something uh, here, say a, a, a molecule, an atom here, will definitely affect something in another universe. And it's been proven. You'll have to look it up because I am by no means. I do not teach science. I want to make that perfectly clear. You're throwing out a whole other term. That we're yes. <laughs> it, and it, it can be complicated, but it is just as simple as it is complicated. Trust me, because if I can wrap my head around it and I'm so not scientific, you can too. Uh, my, my profession is teaching English. But quantum entanglement does explain how we can do distance healing and not have to have 
our hands literally you know close to a person, person. on a table right. but often it does include that and some people just like that you know closeness that mm-hmm. proximity of someone and i i found that very comforting as well yeah. that the distance healing does work and so we all have meridians which is where our energy lines actually connect to that divine that is the source of all and that those energy lines correspond to acupuncture points okay okay and so those lines they can get clogged like a a water pipe would get clogged and then the water can't run through so if you imagine that you some people can see them some people can't right i I don't see those lines specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, some people see auras, which I can see that, but uh, I don't need to see the energy lines to know that they're there because right. I sense them. Mm-hmm. So that is one way that we, we can clean out and clear out that debris that gets cluttered right. and all of these imprints that are with us from literally from before birth mm-hmm. come through and we have to, to stay clean. And right. clear, and that does help you to stay present in the moment. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> and that's where it's at because this is the moment we've talked well, about time a, today, we, haven't we, we? Yes, we have. I mean, you know, <laughs> don't you notice we we'll, we'll sit here, we'll talk to Michelle, and every time we do, it's like, oh gosh, time got away from us. <laughs> and then you look and you say, well, it seems like we've been talking a really long time, but really we've been here for two minutes, but there's a lot to be said <laughs> in that two minutes. Yes. And uh, I think what you're saying with people with energy and energy healing then is basically, um, to me, I would ex- explain it to people as as opening up uh, a pimple and unclogging those pores. You've got to let all that bad stuff out in order to let all the rest of the good stuff in. Absolutely. And some of the, Reiki is just one modality. There are many others I've studied um, because I've actually worked and and completed my doctorate in metaphysics. Mm -hmm. So I just finished that up, uh, actually this last school year. So the the energy that you're saying that comes in, that is one way that it comes in is through Reiki. But there are also other modalities. And one of those actually works with angels. And the angels Mm -hmm. Uh, that you place near people, they they hover there and they are ready for that person to progress as that person is ready to progress. Mm-hmm. And that is key too because some people are not ready to uh, to na- take that next step. So they have to progress through it at their own pace. Right. And if they do the uh, their homework in a way, uh, if they work on themselves, mm-hmm. if they make decisions that they know are life-enhancing for them, that is when they will start progressing. And not just to have their gifts open up as far as, oh, all of a sudden I can see an aura. Well, that's yeah, great. That's, but you can go through your whole for. life and right. see an aura, and it's not necessary. Um, I started seeing them at the Catholic Church because through this whole experience, we started uh, mm-hmm. going to the Catholic Church and got the priest involved. Now, I'm no longer Catholic. Um, that was a... a very large component what were of you my before life. You be, before I've been you everything. <laughs> okay, everything so, in between. Right, well, what were you raised? I was raised Pentecostal. Okay, uh, which is very close in in the uh, in evangelical yeah. terms. I was going to say, as far as spirituality, yeah, yes, absolutely. And then everything in between. And now I haven't actually haven't been to church uh, per se for four years. Yeah, but I am definitely closer to God, and I feel totally secure in not doing that i, I don't right. feel i need to uh, if if that works for someone that's wonderful well i think right. that yeah i think getting closer with, with people that have these life experiences you know mm-hmm. uh, like phil and i when we connected we just connected like two magnets that were you know 
the positive and negative they got. They had to get together to create the complete circuit. Right. You know, um, <laughs> and people don't get that. Um, it's something that, it, that's why I said, to explain energy healing, what is the energy? Um, a lot of people don't understand there was the one underlying gentleman. energy that, that drives everyone. Right. There is that ultimate source of all that is. And there was a gentleman who, I, I was at the Rocket Boys Festival to meet Homer Hickam, and I did a, a book signing there with him. And I also do a radio show called Life Speaks. If anyone would li- like to check that out, it's podcast now on Social Voices, hmm. uh, which is through Pennsylvania. But I got to interview Chad Lindbergh was one of the, the people I got to interview. He's on Fast and Furious, and he's also on Ghost Stalkers on ah. Destination America. So I got to interview him. But while I was at the Rocket Boys Festival, I met a gentleman, and his name's Jimmy Owens. Well, <laughs> I didn't meet the Jimmy Owens that I hooked up with on Facebook. Oh, so no. it was one of those things that was meant to be because <laughs> yes. as Jimmy and I are messaging and talking and he said he, he got my book and he loved it. And then I happened to mention something about the Rocket Boys Festival. And he said, I think that you think I'm someone else. He oh, wasn't the Jimmy Owen wow. that, used to, that was a Rocket Boy. However, he read my book. He absolutely loved it. And he oh. was led to Reiki healing mm-hmm. for himself helped him in his back issue because it it is also a a physical manifestation of healing not just mental Mm -hmm. and he now is a reiki master he has opened his own business in texas wow how many years ago was that that was just uh, just last year oh it's only last year yeah the book came out so he went to a reiki master that fast he went still full head head on into it yes he jumped right into it afterwards i think he it may have been about two years ago that he actually read my book and right. started going and well, then decided. So I think once you get the momentum, it's like going down yeah. a hill. You just zoom, you keep going. The more you see and the more open you get, mm-hmm. the faster you want to get through there and see what else did I miss? What am I? What is it that I've got to find? Absolutely. You know, yes. It's a snowball effect. You know, right. Like, I'm going to take it all. <laughs> That's what I was saying about, the, about your gifts opening. It is really cool when your gifts start opening mm-hmm. and, but it's it, it's not the same for everyone it right. is not the same for everyone everyone sees differently we all perceive differently and that's the way it's supposed to be and it's yes. all good yes and I, a lot of times I, I know that we've experienced things with people always expecting you to be just like they are right yeah. and geez uh, Phil and I are two people who are a good example of we are not just like you are you know right. I mean some people they love <laughs> the way you sing some people say, oh, not him again. And it's like, wait a minute. Why does this person like it and this one doesn't? It's because right. we're all different people. Yeah. We all have the different energies, and we, we all have different likes and dislikes and different tastes. It's, it's the same as, you know, I like to bite an apple. You may not like the apple. Right. It's the right. same thing. Yeah, I hear I'm a little different, too. I don't know. I mean, in, I, certain, in certain places. Well, that's just, you know, that's a different thing, too. You know, you see somebody in a different light if you see them in a different space. Yeah, I got here in shorts today, right? I hopped mm. out. I've been to Planet Fitness. And I'm like, okay, I will change, <laughs> I promise. So then I walked in and I, oh, you do look a little different. <laughs> that must have you been clean you, up, okay. You got here before I did. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I love New York, you all. I don't have the accent, but and I don't really think I have the West Virginia accent. But when I travel, I hear That's it. when you hear it, I right? So, I so hear people tell me that. But yeah. I, I get a little bit like when I said that, I heard, mm-hmm. I heard that. But <laughs> and you said y'all. You there's know. a lot worse, I uh, promise you. Yeah. There are, uh, worse. I shouldn't say worse, but there, there's a lot uh, a lot more accent in West Virginia oh, yeah. than what there, I have. There is, yes. I promise you that. But I do, <laughs> I do do a radio show called Life Speaks, and I 
do share a lot of insights into you know numerology and yeah, numerology how life speaks is one of those to things us. That I, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. do a lot with numbers. I like to look at numbers an awful yeah. lot. A lot of times, well, when we first met, Phil's just sitting here like, what? <laughs> and he's just stunned because it's st- stuff that we just don't talk about. Right. Right? I, I keep it to myself unless I feel that it needs to, something needs to be said to someone. And uh, so well, he, you he's know just, then. You know yes. that the numbers are a sign. They can be a Numbers sign. are very strong. Repetitive numbers can be a sign that your angels are near. Yeah. That, and that's just one I way. Had, but, I've had two that I know of in, in my life, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Names are another. Like, the yeah. same name will pop up. Uh, Mike... Michael, for instance, is my father's name. Of course, my name's Michelle, the right. female version of it. Uh, my publisher's Michael. My web guy's Michael. The guy who's writing my manuscript is Michael. I can't tell you the Michaels that have stepped up. And when mm-hmm. I so when I hear that, I know. And it, um, Archangel Michael is you know oh, is obviously okay. very present with well, me as well. I've got a lot of fills. Fill in the blank. <laughs> right. You know, it's like Mary told me things about myself that I never knew. Right. She, you know, our personality and stuff like that. Like, I always thought doing this and going out there and all I've done, national TV, films, and all this stuff, I just thought I was just extremely outgoing. <laughs> and she's told me things that I didn't even know about myself. That's true. Yeah, I, when you start to reveal things to people, they start to look backward mm-hmm. and say, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now believe it or not, I would sense. not even get out on the stage in high school for drama. I, I did it. the makeup because I was too embarrassed to get out on the stage in drama. But that's just it. So. I was I was a very very shy kid. I used to get pushed around. You know, I was always the smallest and mm-hmm. you know very very shy. And people that know me now, you were never a shy kid. <laughs> yeah, Are right. You kidding me? I'm like, yes, I oh, really yeah. was. I know. No one could believe I was either. But I was kind of the class clown. And I they guess. think they don't realize he was bullied in school. And you know, oh. I keep on bullying people because you're making us stronger. Go ahead, keep doing it. <laughs> it, it can you know? work that way. It does. Sometimes, if you've got the yeah, it can be dangerous and it, mm-hmm. or it could be you know like we're fooling around with it and we're going to throw it over to Phil and, and fool around with it and then all of a sudden he's going to feel something wow oh okay now I feel good right. <laughs> usually whenever we get together he's you know he's he's brought down from you know whatever it is that he's experiencing if it's mm-hmm. if it's negative we'll get together and all of a sudden he feels better I'm right. wonderful, and he's got to call me up and tell me all these things. Yeah. And when he's not feeling good, he's got to just get me on the phone. That's there are those people that, that are in your life, and they're in, they're there to inspire you. And I guess that's where that word "inspire" is. Uh-huh. I guess how I would describe. I, I write a column for a newspaper too, for several newspapers actually. Um, they're they're even in uh, some newspapers out out south now, mm. or out uh, out west now. <laughs> the other south, <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, I I do write a column for a newspaper for several newspapers and that that topic i guess of inspiration is mm. that's where i feel i fit mm-hmm. is uh is just trying to inspire people to to live the way they want to live and they can they absolutely right. can they just need to to get in touch and, and getting in touch with the divine you don't have to go to an energy healer to do that you can do it no. in the woods uh, the That's woods right. is a wonderful place to get in touch. 
and yeah. I try to go walk out in the woods. That's my sanctuary. It's the dirtiest, yes, most divine sanctuary, actually. If you, if you uh, Google that, the dirtiest, most divine sanctuary, it's a short piece that was in a, uh, we did an anthology hmm. uh, with my West Virginia. Uh, my West Virginia writers are there, too, some of them. But it's a Pennsylvania Mindful Writers Group, and we did an anthology. And hmm. that piece that I wrote uh, originally was a column for the newspaper called The Dirtiest, Most Divine Sanctuary. Right. And that is the woods for me. Well, sure. that that's the thing. My father used to, to tell my brother, I know, um, when he, my, my father passed, my brother told me, oh, Dad used to always say to me, you know, all right, the people want to go to church all the time. They want to do, do this, and they want to go pray, and they have to go ask for absolution. They've got to, you know. Yeah, and I said, you know, things I did not agree with. That's one of those things that, uh, you know, my dad would say to my brother, well, you know, go down to the river and just look out there. There you're finding your peace and your tranquility, and that is your sanctuary. Yes. You know, and the river was his. And, like, for you, it's the woods. Right. For me, it's it's any place that and I if you I, have a woods that and a river, hey, you're golden. But that's it. You <laughs> that's know. the best thing. You know, and I've always green. lived, I've always Absolutely. lived near both. Oh, yeah. So, of course, when my, nice. when my dad passed, uh, he was cremated. And uh, he was always speaking about the river, the river, mm-hmm. the river. Very cleansing. Yes. And he wanted his ashes in the river. Mm-hmm. And he always insisted. So, of course, that's what we did. Oh, that's nice. We took him to, you know, one of the places that was very, um, very significant in our family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we put his ashes in the water at that spot. Nice. So, you know, it was, uh, you know, I've, I've heard people say that before. Some people, are they feel they're deeply religious, which is great. I'm not knocking anybody for their religion mm-hmm. or their beliefs or how they practice their religion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But everybody has a chance to practice a religion every day, no matter where you are. Absolutely. And I wouldn't even say the and word religion there for me wouldn't even And it's apply. not even that. It's, it's your spirituality. spirituality. Yes. Because people yeah. say to me, well, what, what church to go to? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't go to church? Oh, don't you believe in God? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I do. Right. And I have a good relationship. Well, you know, that's interesting because I was going to church. I went to church on and off from, from all my life since right. I was seven years old. And I went to my preacher that had married my husband and I, who I grew up across the street from right. in a little town called Middleport, Ohio. <laughs> and he was not sure how to help me. He was a very, very wonderful gentleman, a lovely man, uh, very kind and he did not know how to help me with this particular problem because right. it wasn't something he had ever had experience with. So he actually referred me to the father that ended up helping us, who was also in Ohio. Uh-huh. We lived on the border of West Virginia and Ohio, so it was a very small community. It almost seemed wow. like a state. Yeah. And so I understand now that many priests cannot actually um, or will not uh, do the house exorcisms unless you are Catholic. And right. I did not... Fortunately uh, for, for us, we did not have that issue. Mm-hmm. Father very willingly stepped forward and you came to our house and, and helped us uh, initially with a, uh, a house blessing. Mm-hmm. And he was able to help us. And he also did have to, of course, get permission from the diocese. But um, I, I'm very thankful for the entire experience in a nutshell. Mm. Um, just I couldn't be more thankful. I'm very honored to be able to share the story with you all. Yeah, Thank it's, you, Mary it's, and Bill, for wonderful. having me. Because I, I, all I want to do is share the story. It was fantastic, but there's a lot of people who have paranormal experiences yes. that are, maybe they're not exactly the same as mine. Maybe they didn't have water shooting across mm-hmm. the wall or see a demon in the mirror like I did. I didn't mention earlier. But maybe they didn't have quite that experience. But there are 
tons of paranormal experiences out there. And the reason that mine is different in many ways is because it did change my life for the better. So yeah. I now go, like, I will go to the salt caves and do meditations and help people. And if anyone's interested, in, there's rainnoevil.com the that they can go to. Uh, they can go to michellezirkel.com mm-hmm. and, uh, and well, see what I Well, that's in the beginning of the show. I said, well, this is Michelle. Because we have <laughs> Michelle Savannah Zirkel Markham. Right. It was so Markham. It's if, Michelle Savannah Zirkel. Right. So it's now okay. it's, the, the, the do, do you use the middle name, too? Yes, I do use, and I actually, I changed my middle name. It was Sue, it's Savannah now. Okay. Because in the book, I'm Savannah. Spelled a little bit. Oh, nice. I love Savannah, Georgia. Oh, I was going to say, does that have anything to do with anything? Um, (laughs) It does, Savannah, Georgia. So it is is, um, Michelle (laughs) Zirkel, and I didn't want to make that mistake, so I said, let me go with her first name. We clear that up. That's just it. But if you don't have the right name, you can't find this material you're looking for. (laughs) (laughs) If you type in Ring No Evil, I guarantee you'll find it. There we go. I'm out there. Okay. So so. I know we dumbfounded Phil for the whole... Hour, right. Much. He was wow. with two women. He didn't have a chance. I'm telling you, it's a good thing he was, he was in between us, maybe. But do you have any questions for Michelle before we have to break off of here and say goodnight to everybody? I mean, you just, ama- you, I sat here in astonishment. You just amazed me. I mean, I, I thank you so much for coming. And You're welcome. Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, it wow. is. I'm telling you, you know, I, he's he's like this all the time with me. Inspiring. How did you know this? How did you see this? Why do you? How do you know these things? I just do. <laughs> so it works, right? Yeah, yes, so it, it worked. And I hope you've enjoyed me on the Mr. Phil Show live from New York. I am so enjoying sharing my miraculous story with others. And if you're interested in me coming to a venue of your choosing, I also go to the Salt Cave or various yoga studios and lead meditations. I do Reiki healing with the meditations, and this is very beneficial to all the participants. I've been getting rave reviews and sold-out events, and I will travel now to do that. So if you're interested in learning more about that, you can visit michellezirkel.com, or you can also visit rainnoevil.com if you're interested in my story, the book that I wrote, Rain No Evil. This is about my energy healing and transformation as a result of many bizarre paranormal events that happened to me thank you for listening to michelle zirkel on life speaks 